Hey everybody, welcome to Bearded Baker Banter, the sports podcast hosted by the Bearded Baker Brothers. Welcome Trent, welcome Trey. What's up guys, how you doing? Hello, hello, hello. Doing well, doing well. I am. It's very nice to see some football back on the television. Oh, so, yeah, that's what I'm currently watching as well, too. <laughs> it's kind of nice to see that back on there. There's a lot of preseason games this weekend, which is nice. Um, yep. It's a big game on Sunday at 4 o'clock. Uh, preseason game, San Fran versus the Raiders. Oh, look at that. I don't think the yep. all-star Garoppolo quarter will be playing quarterback, but... Uh, no, nah, they're, they're starting them, playing them whole first half. It's the Jimmy G revenge tour, part one. Part they're not, one. They're not actually starting them, right? Mm, who knows? You know, we started Josh Jacobs week one last year in preseason, so he had a pretty darn good year. So why not? Keep it rolling. Yeah. Keep it rolling. All right. Well, hey. You know, Go ahead. I was going to say, it's funny. I mean, I get so excited for these games. I start watching them and realize, like, oh, man, I mean, it's not the best football to watch, but just means we're getting closer, and that's yeah. all that matters. Yep. Trey, are you telling me you don't like seeing Nick Mullins light up the Seahawks' base defense with he no did, blitzes he, or anything? <laughs> he, did, he did just have a nice ball, I'll say that. Yeah, so. What's wrong yeah. with Nick Mullins? Oh, oh there he is. Oh, is he, hey, where's he at compared to Joe Montana, Ty? <laughs> yeah, he's a couple behind Jimmy G. <laughs> yeah. Just like yeah. No, uh, but yeah, hey, let's get into this stuff. I know we got a couple booming topics here uh, as we hit into football season. Uh, so we're going to start off with our boomers, and Trey is going to lead us off. All right, Trey, get us going. Yeah, so, I mean, it's the, it's the hot topic right now, and I think it should be. Um, it's the college football conference realignment. Um Really, just reaction to what's been happening, what the future holds, and what you guys think is like a solution. Because right now, the Pac-12 looks like it's dwindling with any any competitive teams left in terms yeah. of Power Five. So, I was I was actually I was actually going to recommend let's let's pause for a second and have a moment of silence for the uh, the Pac-12. former conference known as the Pac-12. Yeah. So, <laughs> four teams <but> left. <laughs> I mean, my, my biggest Nuts. concern with all this, though, is what is Bill Walton going to do? That's my biggest yeah. concern. He'll find, he'll find uh, something, trust me. I mean, he's obviously Con- got to go to the Big Ten with, with UCLA. Oh, yeah, that's uh, true. Conference of Champions is no more, according to Bill. Yeah, so, so that kind of brings so – I'll kind of lead into it here, but that, that doesn't mean the Pac-12 is done for every – Every sport, right? This is just college football. Am I correct, or is it every sport? Every sport. Okay. Every sport. So then, well, then I don't. <laughs> then personally, I don't know if this is going to be good for college sports or not in terms of the students. I mean, how are baseball players? How are college basketball players going to be traveling across the country on these like multiple times a week? And yeah. <laughs> I I think what, I think what well, you're... Trey, it, even if if North Carolina has to travel far. They don't take any classes anyways there at North Carolina. So Man, he's, they, he's already taking digs. They'll be all right. They'll be all right. Just trying to have uh, a matter-of-fact conversation here about conferences. Uh, sorry, sorry. North sorry. Carolina digs. It's fine. But, but in all seriousness, this was solely a decision based on college football. No, well, no consideration, I don't think, at all for the other sports. Because I, if I was a student and I, went, and I was going to Arizona or UCLA and I had to travel to Penn State on a Tuesday night or vice versa, I mean, that's 
I don't know. I just don't think that's a sustain, like sustainable. And I mean, for college football, yeah, it's easy because it's one one game a week. Well, <laughs> can I prep for that? Can I make a couple kind of you know outlooks on this? I think I think you're right, Trey, in saying that. I feel like football is the dominating sport right now with all of these conference changes. Right. They're not necessarily taking for, and honestly, I mean, I would say you could, you know, make the argument, but I would say college basketball, you know, is right up there um, in terms of sports. No, but, I, t- I think football is so far. Right. No, no, no. no. But I'm, but I'm saying else. like second, second to it. I'm saying yeah, second to football. So they're making all these decisions. But I really think that what you're looking at now is you're really kind of looking at the, you know, I mean, you look at the Big Ten, you brought up, you know, okay, UCLA, you know, uh, USC, and, you know, you have Oregon, but then you also have Iowa, and Michigan, and Minnesota, and Penn State, like, or Ohio State, like, it doesn't make a lot of sense in terms geographically at at all. You also think, too, I mean... Some of these conferences, at least from a football standpoint, have very big identities in terms of what kind of football is played. You know, yeah. you're going to get an Iowa that's going to run your double tights. All right, you're going to get you know somebody like a USC that's going to run some spread. I mean, it's it's going to be very different dynamic football, which could be exciting. Um, I I mean, I almost feel like we're getting to the point though where I I feel like conferences just shouldn't even exist. If okay. if you're just going to if you're just going to constantly line them up here. I think what you're going to have to get to, if you know, power five, power four, like then do away with conferences, play ten games, twelve games, whatever you play a season, and then I also think that this is going to have to impact the playoffs eventually. Is now all right? Oh, you know, conference winner. Oh, is it your conference winner? You know, is that the person that automatically makes the playoff? Is that something that goes into a factor? I don't think it has to be anymore. And I think you need to expand the playoff. I know they're going bigger here soon. But I think that that's what you're getting into is that do away with the conferences. It doesn't make any sense anymore. Yeah, I, I echo that, Tyler. I was going to say, I think college, I mean, I think for college football, at least. But I, I might be too far gone now that these teams have already committed to these conferences and stuff. But I think college football should just be its own separate entity without conferences. I think other sports like basketball, baseball, um, field hockey, like all these other sports, I think that they should keep their conferences because it keeps them geographically located. If, if like I said, if it goes back to what it was, um, it creates like divisional rivalries, like good competition. But I think college football, if they're just going to rearrange them all, I think they just do away with it. And like you said, have like a top top twenty five and go based off playoffs playoffs like that and expand it. Yeah. Um, I also think that they would then have to regulate their schedules, the colleges. I think that they would have to do it where you play a certain amount of teams that were over 500 the previous year and vice versa to kind of mix that up and get yeah. the lower teams able to yeah. have yeah. an opportunity to make the playoffs as well. For sure. Absolutely. And I, I think I think the, the alar- alar- alarms are being sounded over there somewhere. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just living on Main Street this morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't I mean, I it's just find it, I, I find it too hard to sit there and say, like, get rid of conferences altogether, because then all you're going to do is you're going to, it's, I just don't think that's possible to, to, to have a playoff that's going to be fair scheduling. There's too much money with these conferences and these TV networks. Yes. So I don't, I, and I think that's still a, the biggest thing with, with conference football. I mean, you always sit there and look at like 
Notre Dame, who's independent, now you're thinking, well, where are they going to join? Where are they going to fall? They're not dumb. They're, they don't have to split TV money with anybody as independents with their with their TV deal. Right, um, I just, I don't know. I, I kind of like it. I, I mean, I'm not like, I'm not upset. That's my thing. I think the Pac-12 saw the writing on the wall in the sense that, hey, the only way that we're ever going to potentially make the playoff is <laughs> if you can't beat them, join them. So they joined them, right? So they they joined the big the Big Ten. <laughs> what is it called? Is it what is still the Big, Big Ten? Ten, which kind of okay. is comical. So Big Ten, you, you join the the, the Big, Big Twelve, <laughs> um, and and I think you know like a, now if you with the playoff expanding, you've just increased your chances of maybe not winning the conference, but still getting in because you're in a very competitive conference, right? Like. I just feel like the Big Ten basically is trying to make sure that SEC is is not the only top dog conference, which them gaining Oklahoma and Texas in 2024, I mean, kind of keeps them up there, I would say, especially so, with the uh, top dogs of Georgia and Alabama. So can I, I, I want to say this. I think rather than just going free-for-all and, and whatnot – and all independent or, or as you guys are, it sounds like you're recommending. Why not? Why not figure out how to do an AFC NFC? Yeah. Like they do yeah. in the NFL. Yep. Um, or East, East West, yeah. because, you, because then you could almost split the country in half. Now you're still getting that West coast football, which in reality, I mean, when's the last time a West Coast team won the national championship? I probably couldn't tell you, right. but you'd still get an incredible Eastern Eastern Conference, if you if you so call it, the uh, playoff, like yeah. on that side. You know, set it up kind of like AFC NFC, where you just have two conferences yeah. and try <laughs> to get your playoff very similar to NFL format. You know, maybe you get you know wild card weekend for college football would have me jack the hell up. So, so Trenton, you brought up too, I think the point about like, Hey, let's make sure the sec is not the only team that's in there. But I look at the teams from the big 10. I mean, the only team that I could really make an argument for that's in there consistently is Ohio state. Besides that big 10 doesn't really have anybody that's in the playoffs. I mean, Michigan maybe one time. Yeah, I, was, I think they are in it a couple times. But, but like... Ohio State. <laughs> no, that's what, that's, besides Ohio That's why I said Ohio State's the only one. Okay. So I'm saying, okay. like, if you wanted, like, oh, yeah, hey, we want to kind of keep up with, now you're going to put UCLA, USC, Oregon in the Big Ten. I, I just don't see the Big Ten being, you know, that being the answer because those three teams, you know, I don't see that happening either. But, I mean, if you look, if you go down and look at say the Big 12, or at least the old Big 12, Oklahoma, all right, had been there. You just had TCU in there. All right, you have some of these teams that are tougher in the Big 12, but, I mean, now the Big 12 kind of just becomes like the little brother, you know, in a sense where, you know, you got a, you got a couple teams here and there, but at the same time, it's it's not that good of football. Cincinnati's in there. They made it recently, but, like. I think that they either need to cut down the conferences to three, Two or three, like Trent kind of suggested. With the, I like the East and West. That's a good idea. Yeah, it is a great idea. Or, or I think they need to do away with it because 
like really calling calling these five conferences power five conferences is not true anymore right. big 12 tire like you said they have some decent teams but not nearly as competitive with, as the sec no. or as what they were gonna be with oklahoma and texas and right. so on but um pack 12 is that's i mean that's just a joke at this point yeah like what who it is, is a joke. Cal, I mean, cal is the best team stanford cal, maybe yeah cal stanford washington and no, no washington's in the big 10 oh yeah you're right it's it's cal oregon else? state washington state washington yep, yep and washington, stanford my, my fault yeah it, it is yeah. kind of a joke i try to you could even i mean let's take it a step further maybe even as opposed to going east and west uh maybe even you know an east a midwest and a west or something you know what i mean where you have like you split the country in thirds and now you got you know that way it's not you know huge yeah yeah, but aren't you just gonna? Aren't you just if you go thirds? Aren't you just gonna run into having a Pac-12 all over again, like that they were the West? Yeah, so but like, I mean, like I said, you, everything's kind of just going by the wayside now. But my my question and to Trey's point, you know, when he brought up like that aspect of other sports, all right, baseball and basketball, and you know where you got multiple games sometimes a week. Yeah, I think that kind of goes to the fact that I think these conferences are looking at this and saying. And I'm not saying this is this should be the case, but I think you're almost looking at it like, well, there's going to be tutors. If you want to get your degree, you can get your degree because guess what? A lot of you at the, some of these schools are going to be making a crap load of money with NIL deals. I don't know. I mean, it's it's very very interesting to kind of you know kind of look at those things. So yeah, and I kind of think that's like messed up in a way, though, Tyler, because. Those guys, I mean, ultimately they do want to get their degrees, and now they're, they're just at the mercy of this college conference realignment that they didn't originally sign up for. Um, I don't but know. I'm, but I'm honestly, saying, do they? I don't, I don't do think they? it'd be good for the. I don't think it'd be good for the colleges either. And you can say the NIL money, but only a few guys are getting substantial money at certain schools. Yeah. College basketball. College basketball. The second option player at a solid D one school is probably not getting a lot of NIL money. But, but you're I making money. You gotta, you're making money. Are you though? Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd like to see. I don't know the numbers, so I would like to see that. Yeah, that's, but that's a good point. I, we we should print. We should bring that up at some point. We should find the yeah. numbers and see well some averages with sports yeah. too, which would be kind of cool. Think, Maybe we'll bring that on next next episode. But I think if the program, if the colleges and the academic programs at those colleges kind of make take that stance, Tyler, of the well, we, there's tutors figure it out. I think that's very. I think that's going to be bad for the schools and bad for kids, really, in general. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not saying it's a good thing. Yeah, but what? But, but my uh, point yeah, is, I just think it was. A, I think this decision was made solely on football because of how much revenue it brings in. Totally, that's, absolutely. That's all. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You are losing some of these good rivalry rivalries, though. Like some the, some of these, you know, looking at the schools and stuff, they're not. They're not now. They may not play now. Well, since an out of conference yeah. one, which yep. kind of stinks then, too. And that's why I like the idea of having no conferences, like have just a standard ranking and then have the schedule be regulated where, all right, if you have this certain win percentage, then next year you have to play this amount of like, like this amount of people and these amount of people that didn't finish quite that high in win percentage. And then just regulate the schedule like they do in the NFL. So that way these power, these top schools aren't constantly playing the top schools and it just weeds out the lower ones, like make it. I don't know, and, and expand the playoff trend, like you said, make a, a wild card weekend. It's uh, I think they could really just do away with it. So what? But can I, I, do, I? But I, I go ahead. 
I was going to say, can I also make one other point, and then I'll let, I'll let you finish and try, you can go too. I mean, are we looking at this now from the realignment with college football stuff? Are we looking at this now and saying, okay, listen, these are the only conferences that can make the NCAA playoff. Anybody else that's not in any of these conferences will not make it, period. No matter what your record is. I think essentially unless they go undefeated and they play schools from those other conferences. But but I even then, I mean, look how hard Cincinnati fought to get in there and they hadn't they, they didn't even have a loss. Yeah. And they almost didn't make it. You know, I is that yeah. what we're saying and, and Cincinnati's in the Big 12. Now so yeah. But um, you know what I'm saying is like is that is they that what we're saying weren't. now? So so yeah. do we yes. get to a different tier now where hey, do you have division 1A? Do you have Division One B? And I, you know, right now I know we have sub conferences, all right, or subdivision, which I always mix it up. FCS, FBS. I don't know what the heck is what. I wish they would have kept it D one subdivision because that was at least easy to know. But you know, like I know we already have that. But I also think that you're also getting some of these, you know, subdivision D one schools that are going up, you know, to make money in, in say conferences like the Big South. You know, in conferences like, but are, is anybody from the Big South ever going to make the NCAA playoff to win a championship? No, no, no. <laughs> so what are we? So what are we doing here? You're you're making power conferences, and it's as simple as that. I mean, they're they're very very close to a couple of the recommendations you guys said about having two or three. It's very close because let's be real. Of D1 AA yeah, yeah, don't for don't forget the conference that was in the news earlier this year for potentially folding was the ACC and they will be next. I know they'll be next. I, um, I, I mean, how, how can, if you're Clemson right now and you are, I guess the top dog in the ACC still, I guess there, there's a lot of high hopes for Florida state this year in football but and, and health, Miami Florida state, Florida state wants to leave. They want to leave the ACC. So a lot of these schools now are going to see the writing on the wall and said, cause right now, if you're an ACC school, you could win your conference. Hell, there's a chance you could go undefeated in your conference and still not be considered. If it's a four-team playoff, yeah, they wouldn't. They're not going to be. They're not going to be a shoe in, in my yeah. opinion. I, I would not, s- not with the way, not with the teams in that 2024. It, does, it, does go to, it goes to eight this year, right? Next year, next I think. year, yeah. Now, so I, I guess, but I guess to realign will impact that. I, I think the only battle that the ACC has is the fact of basketball. Absolutely, absolutely. And that, and that is the basketball what, conference. And that kind of yeah. completes my point is I don't think that this should be for every sport. I think nullifying conferences should just be a football thing, make it its own entity because it really is when it comes to revenue. So keep the conferences for basketball, keep them for baseball and all the other sports because that makes sense for student athletes. But I think football should be separate than everything else. I, and you I can like, do it. I like your idea, Trent, with AFC, NFC, East and West stuff. I think that was a yeah. phenomenal idea. I agree oh, thank too. You. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank yeah. you. You know, I try. I try. But um, you are right, Trey. You could do what you're saying because Notre Dame does do that currently where they're independent for football strictly, but then they are an ACC basketball right. team and all yeah. that and baseball, I believe, too. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm – hey, I, I, I here's the thing where I'm torn is I, I get it. It makes everything harder on the student-athlete, I guess. I don't know. You're, you're making – in some cases, guys are making millions of dollars right now on NIL. Yeah. So, um, 
while getting their education still paid for and the opportunity to play a sport. Um, but <laughs> sorry, there's a lot of subtle jabs. I didn't expect that many of them out there. But but it's nothing against them for that. I love that they can get paid for their, for through NIL. Cause I like, we've talked about earlier on the show. I, I think it's saving. I think it's saving college basketball at the moment, yeah. but, um, I just, I'm not like for me. I'm, I'm still excited for this. Yeah. Like I'm excited. I'm excited to see these new matchups with like you know an Oregon coming to Penn State. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. like a, a USC, a USC playing Ohio State. Like that. That is phenomenal for yes. for the, the the college football fans out there. And to be quite honest with you. There's not going to be a funnier moment when the UCLA team wakes up in their team hotel and they're in Minnesota looking at a, a freaking snowstorm, right. right? Like it's a like I just can't wait to to see these new, yeah. I don't know, these new matchups take take place. Um, until, I'm excited until they start excited to say, hey, Min- hey, Minnesota, you have to actually build a dome to play in to adhere yeah. to these other guys. <laughs> it has to be heated, yeah. No, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am. I'm, I'm all for it. I understand the fuzziness in terms of how's it going to work out with the playoff? Is it ever going to be? I, I mean, right now, guys, I am so sick of seeing the same four or five teams in the playoff as it is. But I think you're right? still going to see that, though. I don't but think I, this but, is changing it. Maybe not, though, because haven't you made these conferences more competitive? It doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I don't... I. You're going to dethrone your Alabama is always going to be Alabama, Georgia. At this point in time, I don't know how long they'll reign, but I don't see them going anywhere for a long time. I I just yeah. I don't know. I mean, at this I think point Georgia in time, might overtake Alabama. They they just as well may. I mean, you look at how many don't draft picks they're bringing out and the guys that they're bringing out. Like it's it's nuts. Yeah. I just I don't know. I mean, I think the SEC is obviously the dominant conference. The Big Ten is competitive within itself, and you got a couple of outliers with some teams. I I, I just think know. it's going to be. I like I like on the trend. I like the matchups. I think it's going to be more oh, yeah, fun, like fun cool. games to oh, watch. Yeah, sure. But I'm I'm just going to be kind of laughing to myself when they advertise it as a Big Ten matchup. Yeah. Like or yeah or a big oh this Big Twelve showdown between Houston and UCF tonight. And you, like, they need to, to they mean, need to change to names something. too because yeah, that's what I mean. That, be, that used to mean something like <laughs> Oklahoma Texas could be playing, but now it's I don't know, Rice and North right. Texas. Right. Like <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I just think it's silly, and, and that's why I think yeah I like the new matchups. I like these. I'm putting air quotes for people that can't see Big Ten matchups that'll be coming and whatever else, but it's just. I think it's silly. <laughs> yeah, just just go do do away with the conferences. Super silly, just super silly. It's yeah. Silly, it's the silliest <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> I just like that you've been using silly right now to describe this. Because that's the only way to talk. It's just yeah. it's stupid. Uh, yeah. like, it's, uh, just makes you think yeah. of like silly string. Yeah. Silly right. string, so, silly putty. I don't know. Oh, silly string. Oh, I, I silly I string. Silly you, putty. you can squirt silly string at people. Remember that. Yeah, that stuff stunk. Well, yeah, yeah. silly putty, right? You can actually get the comics. It comes in an egg. Yeah, but you can get the comics off the newspaper back in the day. Back in my day. (laughs) Back in my day, we used to get the comics off the newspaper. Comic strips and newspapers, oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Max is only 36, so not that old. 
No, 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 I feel pretty old. All right, so moving along, are we ready to move along? Yeah, let's do it. I, th- I think we could definitely revisit this in some fashion, a couple of different things, because obviously college football is about to hit full force. So we got a lot of college yeah. football discussions and episodes coming up here very shortly. Uh, we are going to transition a little bit here to the NFL. Um, topic I want to bring up as my boomer uh, is some of the future free agents here of 2024. Um, I did send you guys a list of 20, which, you know, I can also post this list of 20 to our listeners tomorrow with the episode yeah. at some point in time, maybe in the comments on Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it this day, these days. Um, yeah, a little confusing for me myself. <laughs> uh, but what we're looking at here is some, some top free agents. Who do you guys see as the top free agent? Who are some surprises? Who's going elsewhere? Who's staying where they're at? Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's that's kind of where I'm going with this. But I, if you guys don't mind, I just want to kind of quickly touch on one of the top free agents that was out there that was on the list that was Nick Bosa. And he's not going to be a free agent in about a week or two. Sounds so. biased. Super biased. See, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't really get to go through the list too much yet, but looking right, so, at it now, Tyler, and I don't see him on there. So he's not. I had him on there. I took him off. Wow! Wow! See, Literally that's, that's, left. Left. He left Bosa off. Wow! Yeah, because he's not going to be a free agent. I see you have Rashawn Gary on there. Sure do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So real, real quick, I'll just list them off. I got T. Higgins, Chris Jones, Montez Sweat, Rashawn Gary, Calvin Ridley. Kirk Cousins, Mike Evans, Saquon Barkley, Jonathan Taylor, Chase Young, Ryan Tannehill, Josh Jacobs, J.K. Dobbins, Austin Eckler, T.J. Hawkinson, Tyler Boyd, Derrick Henry, Tony Pollard, Hollywood Brown, and Michael Thomas was the 20 list I came up with. So, surprises, staying, who's not staying, what do you guys think? Well, I can, I can tell you who's not staying, and that's Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Next year or a, after this year? Heck, it might even be sometime this year. Who knows? Hmm. I think him and the Colts right now are not on good terms, especially the owner. Um, but, yeah, I think he definitely won't be a Colt in the next two years. I But I've also kind of seen, though, that it is his the agent change. Hmm. Is Jonathan Taylor changed agents and all of a sudden out of nowhere, now, now he's getting greedy. And I do feel like Jim Irsay is kind of calling his bluff. In this sense, yeah. and yeah. I don't know. I mean, it goes into Trent's recency bias. What have you done for me lately? Not saying yeah, I that think, they gave him the ball <laughs> last year. I, I uh, think Taylor but, might be trying to get ahead of his his future issue. I know running back contracts are a huge topic, and I think his little scuffle is maybe yeah, like his agent and him trying to get ahead of it. Like, hey, dude, like don't fall into this trap. You got to get paid. You might as well bring it up now. So it's be a squeaky wheel type of thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's going to work. Trent, what do you, what are you seeing with some of the free agents here? Well, I think, I think both of the, uh, both of the Bengals receivers, Tyler yep. Boyd, T Higgins, I think they're both returning. Yeah. I don't, I don't think the Bengals are going to, are going to let it happen. I think they're, I think they're going to work out. I, they haven't paid Joe Burrow yet. Correct. No, not yet, but that's that's I, I think everything they're gonna be able to, it's in the works. Yeah, I think they're gonna be able to figure out a deal that's gonna take care of Joe Burrow well enough. 
Um, it's going to be the highest contract because that's how quarterback contracts work. He said he um, didn't want but, that, though. But I th- well, up, up front, I think what he'll do is they'll be able to work out his contract enough to, to take care of him, yet it won't be it won't prevent them from signing the weapons around him. So I think those two guys, those two guys stay where they're at. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the guys that I guess I, I want to say the guy that jumps out to me this year was Saquon Barkley. Cause mm-hmm. it was kind of, it's kind of weird how, how much of a fuss he was making about the disrespect and let's host a zoom meeting and let's, yeah. you know, make all these public. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on. It was him. It was him. But um, along with along with Josh Jacobs, who's on this list. But I, uh, the one thing I like, but I'm also anxious to see is uh, Saquon bet on himself, and with all those incentives, and he's saying I'm going to do this this year and prove you need to pay me. Um, I'm anxious. I guess I'm most anxious to see what happens with him. He did. He did um, actually take the trade deal. What's that? Said he did take the trade deal. I mean, trade. Lit- trade literally on our episode talked about it. The deal that he needs yeah. to take. But remember too. Now, it, it, here's where I think he backed himself into a corner. Is he did not sign anything that said that the Giants can't franchise tag him next year. Now, so he's back to square one next year. He, he was pissed that he got franchise tag. So then he agrees to a. One more million dollar. I say 12, that like, twelve million. <laughs> but but instead of ten point one, he took eleven million dollars. Yeah. So it's like okay, but now next year, let's say you do what you just did last year again, actually stayed healthy for once, and now you're just franchise tag again because you can't come to agreement. Because I'm just I'm confused by that. Um, yeah, that's a good point. The guy that I think is going to make a two. I'm anxious to see what Chase Young does. Yes. Uh, with the Washington team, my biggest fear is uh, I, I. They they say Pittsburgh has a lot of interest in trying to oh, trying to get him. Yeah, and that would that would be. Whew, that's a scary front if you sit there and have Chase Young and Watt. Yeah. Uh, but that that scares me there. So yeah. those are. Those are the big ones that kind of jump out to me. And what I can't believe is I have not talked about Derrick Henry. Yeah. So, yeah, actually, that's what I was, I was going to say. I think there's two guys that uh, that stay. And I think, I think Saquon's one. I think Calvin Ridley and the third would be Derrick Henry. That's good. That's, that's a solid three. Can I tell you one that's not going to have a team to play for? Yeah. Can I, real quick, let me, because you kind of, you kind of led me into it, Trent. I do want to yeah. mention the Chase Young thing because I think the Chase Young and Montez Sweat free agencies are very interesting to me because if they if they don't keep them, then I think Washington's in a complete rebuild. I mean, those are two guys. Edge rushers, we could arguably say, are just as important defensively now as quarterbacks are on offense. They get the money. They get paid. Yeah. And you have two of them up if you can't keep – you know, if you can keep one, good. I think Chase Young's probably the better of the two. Um, but those those two stuck out to me for sure. And what were you, what were you gonna say, Trent? Well, um, one just to add to your Chase Young thing. Didn't you guys find it weird last year how they kept saying that he was coming back, coming back, coming back? He yeah. never did. Right. 
You know, he never he, he never actually came back. Man. So, what's that? I said he was a good cheerleader on the sideline. Yeah, I, I just maybe there is something up there. Maybe is maybe maybe health wise, he's not you know, quite back. But uh, the one guy on this list that I will say just he's not gonna he's not gonna have a home because um, he's done. You'd be stupid to sign him as Michael Thomas. Maybe maybe I'll eat, maybe I'll I'll eat my words with that, but. Michael Thomas is, he's, I mean, I think the guy's, to me, I think it's a joke. I think he's, I, I, I don't want to be rude, but I think, he, yeah, he's kind of a joke. I mean, in the yeah, sense it's of, just, it's almost like he just doesn't want to play anymore anyways. So no, pretty, it's pretty amazing how, how he's gotten out of playing so much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, well, so he's done. He, he kind of sounds like somebody he's related to. Thomas Michael Thomas. Antonio Brown. Mike Thomas is related to. Are you sure you're not talking about Hollywood Brown being related to Antonio Brown? Because uh, Hollywood Brown. I, I will that double list. check that, but hang on. But I'm, is, I'm, I'm almost. I'm almost positive. Well, I thought you were going to say Hollywood Brown. To be honest. <laughs> no, who's, I, who's, who's who's Michael Thomas with the Ravens right now? No, Michael. Am I thinking of the correct Michael Thomas? Michael Thomas with the Saints? Yeah, I think he got traded. No, he is not. I think he signed with another team. No, he's still a Saint. Oh. Man, now now we're all looking at this. Let's let's get our research team on this. Research team, we can get us this. I I could be wrong. Michael Thomas is is related to somebody. Hold on. (laughs) Or is he? (laughs) (laughs) Somebody. He's a saint, he said. I think he's still a saint. Oh, is it Keyshawn Johnson? I think I think you're making up. I think you're making no, up relations. No, it's Keyshawn Johnson. Really? Yeah, he's he's the nephew of Keyshawn Johnson. I don't know That's where where in the world did I get Antonio Brown from? It might have been the Hollywood Brown because I have Hollywood Brown, Michael Thomas listed back to back. Maybe I mixed them up, but no, he is really yeah. He's related to Keyshawn Johnson. He's the nephew. Of Keyshawn. Okay. Okay. So That's so interesting. Remember, I, I take all yeah. the Antonio Brown stuff back. I just said. Yeah. Thank you, research team. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. And Trey, we got confirmation. Michael Thomas is still a saint, right? Yeah, he I is. believe so. Yeah, he is. Yep. Yep. So he he will no longer be playing in the NFL after this. You don't year. think he's gonna play at all? No. No, I don't think so. Huh? I don't think. I don't think. That's interesting. I think he's. It's either going to be, hey, health related. I can't stay healthy. I have to, I have to step down. Or, um, I just, I just don't think anybody's going to want him. I mean, how can you trust bringing him in on a contract when in reality it just seems like he's like Trey said he's trying to figure out ways to not play but still get paid. So milking the tea, milking the tea. Oh, okay. Hey, he's off. I mean, geez. Hey, real quick, a couple guys I think that will and won't be there. Uh, will be there, I think, that Tony Pollard will still be a Cowboy. Yep. Uh, I think Derrick Henry definitely stays a Titan. I agree with, I think, Trey, did you say Calvin Ridley? Oh, yeah, I think he has a good year and stays with the Jags. I think Calvin Ridley stays. Guys I don't think that will be there. Um, I think Eckler's going to go to somebody like the Ravens. Um, I could see 
Mike Evans leaving the Bucks. Absolutely. Um, I could also see. I'm Ryan, surprised he hasn't demanded a trade already. Right, yeah, dude, I, I, I can't say, either. I'm yeah. He's still there. Yeah, I could also see Ryan Tannehill retiring. Yeah. And I would say my question mark is Josh Jacobs. Not really sure about him. I think I think he'll be on another roster this year. This year. Yeah. Dude, they'd be nuts too. They'd be nuts to do that. Crash for Caleb, guys. Yeah, but dude, Crash you, you have you have an all star caliber MVP quarterback. Oh my, oh my gosh. Oh gosh, Ty. <laughs> this is disgusting. I just kinda want yeah. my grand for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, Jimmy G goes this whole season without missing a game due to injury. I'll just I'll just buy you a beverage. Without missing a just, game? How about just this? Just a beverage? How without 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 missing a game. Miss, mm. And and he wins us five games. Five? If we win more than actually we'll get to our team over and under. No, so that's, if a, they, right. that's a part. That's a part. We are gonna get that because I don't, I was gonna take a big over on there. He does, hold on, I'm, I'm I'm not saying Tyler has to owe me anything. If he doesn't do it, I'm just making that statement that that's yeah. how un what's the word? What's the I'm lacking confidence in him? Like that that's I'm just there's no way. Yeah. Um, we'll yeah. wait we'll wait till the next segment here, but I I say you win nine games. Oh, with Jimmy quarterback. At least. Wow. They won't let him win nine games. Who? Who's they? The, the owners. The referees? Do you want me to dox the referees again? Oh, there we go. Here we go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's move to the next segment here. Uh, and Trent, you got our boomer here with some more NFL stuff. Yeah, and I, I want to, you know, we we uh, we're looking at team overs and unders on win totals, and I just want us to kind of rattle off where you're at over under. If you have something to add, we, we keep it brief and we keep moving. Obviously, when we get to our teams, I'm guessing there's going to be some controversy. So, um, I'm going to start with you guys. Tell me, do you want me to start with the Super Bowl favorite and work my way down to the 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 least favorite for the sure. Super Bowl, or do you want me to go all the way in reverse direction? What do you guys want? Um, so I say I, let's do do reverse. Do let's uh, no, do dude, start so start at the top because I feel like the top's easier. And then when you get to the bottom, teams is tougher. Really? Okay. Okay. I disagree. I think it, when you get lower numbers, I think it's easier. But uh, let's go. The Kansas City Chiefs, their win total is set right now. And this is via CBS Sports. Uh, odds are from – we're not really going to give the odds unless you guys want to know, hey, what's the favorite, the over or the under? I will tell you that if you ask. Um, but uh, from Caesars Sportsbook. So we got Kansas City Chiefs, 11 and a half wins. Trey, over, under? Over. Over. Tyler? Under. Under. I think you're I have, exactly 11. Uh, yeah, that's the only thing is I think 11 is a good number <laughs> a pretty, That's a pretty good, pretty good little hook yeah. there. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going under. Okay. I'm going under. I saw a 10 and a half a while ago, and I would have went over for sure then. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, There's no way they go ten well, and seven. Well, that's not now. Well, um, let's go. Cincinnati Bengals are next up with eleven and a half. Under. Over. 
I'm going to go under as well because I actually believe the Ravens take that leaked or that comp, that division title. I, um, real quick, I'm only taking that because I don't think Joe Burrow is going to be ready for a couple weeks. Ooh, yeah. I think his injury is more severe than people understand. It, Jamar Chase did tell him to sit out the first four to five weeks of the season. So, interesting there. Yep. Uh, let's go Philadelphia Eagles, 11 and a half wins. Under. Under. Well, you know, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I've been on this wagon of support and I, I'm going over. Yeah, he's Trent the Eagles fan over here. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, I know. His allegiance. Uh, <laughs> I did not, I did not, and I will not. But, well, Another time, another place about my fan allegiance. But let's go f- the San Francisco 49ers. So I wonder what Trey's going to say, no matter what the number is. Yeah. Ten and a half. Under. That was good. That was um, good. <laughs> I, I, in all seriousness, say I'm going to go under, though. I don't think they won 11 games. <laughs> I'm I'm going over because I, th- I think they're uh, – their division's pretty weak. Uh, you could have just said they're they're just so good. And they're my favorite team. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think they. I think I think they win eleven or twelve. It's all right. Uh, I'm going over as well. Wait for it, Trey. Go ahead. You, <laughs> Trey. Ooh. I'm, I'm just keep my mouth shut. All right. Next up, Buffalo Bills, ten and a half. Ooh. Over. Wow. Uh, over. I am under ten and a half. Okay, man, under. I that's, think they have a good a line. Very good. Eleven. I'm not. I'm not sold on them this year. Uh, let's go, Jacksonville Jaguars. They're at ten even. Here. Hold on a second. Jacksonville Jaguars are this high up in Super Bowl favorites. Oh, like yeah, I'm sorry. They're not. There's there's a couple that are starting to get out of order. Everything up until that point. Okay, we're, we're <laughs> like, up in that order. Hold on a second. You just went yeah. from like these teams. And you're they, like Jacksonville. Jaguars. You know what? I apologize. The, the order that I'm, I think they are in. No, it's it's very close. Very close to being right. Wow. Very close. Let's. They're, they're right. We're hitting middle of the pack, kind of. There's a couple teams. The next team that I say, the next three teams I say, are actually have. I don't know if you want to say lesser odds to win the Super Like, they're more favorited to win the Super Bowl over the Jacks. But Cowboys. let's keep going. Jacksonville Jaguars, 10 wins. 10, not 10 and a half? No, they're it's even 10, 10 via six. Caesars. Uh, under. Over. Wow. Over. Wow. I, did they win the division last year? Barely. Yes. If they won the division, that means they're going to have to play all the top dogs from the, the AFC uh, so I'm I'm actually gonna go push. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, under. <laughs> <laughs> There's a twist. Yes, I wouldn't mind saying that's that you can make on Fanduel exact win bets in case anybody's feeling real crazy. Um, don't recommend it. Uh, but be fun. <laughs> oh, Trey's on it. All right, let's go. Dallas Cowboys over under nine and a half. Trey. Over. Under. Dak Ooh. Prescott makes it through five games. Jeez. Do you think the whole league is going like seven and ten or what? Like everything's been an under for you. If 
you looked at the league last year, everybody was very run of the mill. Run of the okay. mill. Running the mill, sitting my crawl. All right, here we go. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Dallas Cowboys nine and a half. I'm I'm going over on that. It's going to be a pretty pretty phenomenal divisional run between Cowboys Eagles. So you're saying that the Eagles have double digit wins and the Cowboys? Yeah, I don't know if it's even possible, but I'm going to. <laughs> okay. Right. I'm not running the. I'm not running that. I'm just listen. This is. I know. I know. I'm, just, I'm just asking. Right. I mean that's. That's Ready? A pretty hefty Baltimore division. Ravens nine and a half. Nine and a half under. I say under. I'm going to say under too. Ooh, not so fast. <laughs> uh, Baltimore Ravens over nine and a half for me. Healthy J.K. Dobbins, who if you look at his production last games of the season, killed it. Zay Flowers potential offensive rookie of the year mm. um and lamar is paid and happy hopefully not paid and lazy paid and, ha- and happy so they got some talented tight ends there too yeah i'm going over and that defense is tough so um yeah what did you say nine and a half yeah yeah i'm still going the, under uh, i thought i might have convinced you there no, anyway. i know I, I was thinking i'm like they have odell they have lively yeah, yeah I'm, I'm i'll still go under New York Jets, nine and a half. Hmm. Over. I'll say over. Tyler, you and I already have a beverage bet on this. I'm taking under. I know we do. <laughs> so no chance. I think, they, I think they win ten. Yep. Nine. Ten or eleven. Nope. Yep. Nope. Wrong. All right. All right. Uh, Detroit Lions, nine and a half. Under. That's what Vikings, Lions, Packers, Bears, right? Bears. Oh gosh! And they, they I'm gonna say I'm the... I'm gonna go on the bandwagon, and I'm saying over. I'm saying over because they get a really good Week One win against Kansas City opening night. No way. Wow! Yes. I mean, easiest one of the easiest divisions in football right now. So besides the Vikings, but everybody's counting the Vikings out, which is wait, nuts. To wait, me. wait. Wow, I, I didn't expect Tyler to speak first after I said that. But, all right, let's... Well, I'm just ignoring you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Chargers, nine and a half. Hmm. Over. Under. Uh, I'm going... Uh, I'm going under as well because I think Staley gets fired midseason. Um... Let's go Dolphins, nine and a half. Now, Trey, be careful. you got some very, very close listeners out there. <laughs> and Under. Oh, wow. Wow. Sorry. Sorry, Z-Bly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm also, I think that's too tough. I'm also saying under. I don't think Tua makes it through first half of the season. Guys, guys, he's taking jiu-jitsu classes to oh. learn to fall on his back, yeah, I right? I give a shit what he's taking. Uh, he's not going to make sorry, that, first half. That's coming from some pretty biased Dolphins fans. But uh, I do... <laughs> well, I, some yeah, guys. Well, yeah, some oh, guys. Oh, boy. But anyway... Bunch um, of <laughs> I love the Finns, I guess. But yeah. uh, let's go... I'm going to... I think the Dolphins, because I love their head coach, um, I'm taking the oh, over. Too. I actually think they win this division. Oh, my gosh. I do, I do love their coach. I really do. But and no. believe me, believe me, it, it, Tyler, you'll vouch for you it. Think, you I, think I'm, the I'm by no be... fans a, a Dolphins fan here. 
You think the Dolphins beat the Jets and the Bills? They at least split with them. I mean, hell, the Dolphins almost well, beat you the said Bills. The Dolphins, do you think, win the division, Trent? I'm split. They could go one and one when they play. I'm, asking, I'm, the, I'm saying you think they win the division over the Bills and the Jets. Bills, Jets. Yeah, I do. I really do. I just, I mean, hell, they almost beat them with Skyler or something. The you Bills did, in, in the playoffs. The, so. I think Waddle got hurt though. Yeah, it's t- it's it's dog days of camp, man. Give your athletes a rest. Say, hey, they got a strain. Uh, they got a sore quad. Give them a rest. There we go. Let's go Saints, nine and a half. Nine and a half? Are you kidding me? That's what it's at. Under. <laughs> under. <laughs> under. Yeah, I'm going to go under as well. Guys, watch out. Oh, John Gruden is an offensive consultant. What? Is he allowed? He is because he dropped his lawsuits against the NFL over the email gate. Hmm. So um, it doesn't. I don't give a crap that I'm still going under so myself. He's allowed, to, he's allowed to work for him again. <laughs> he's like a unpaid, unpaid consultant. Unpaid. Yeah. Uh, him and Derek Carr I'm neighbors. Air quotes, Trey. Unpaid. Unpaid. Yeah. Well, he doesn't need to be paid. He has so much money. You know the Raiders paid his whole contract off. Uh, let's go, Cleveland Browns nine and a half. Nine and a half for the Browns. Yeah. Under. Hey, that, I don't make the lines. I just read them to no, you guys. Under. That's insane. I'll take, I'll, take, I'll take the under. Yeah, that's too tough a division. I'm taking under, too. Steelers, nine. Mm. Under. Nine is nine. Nine, really? Nine. That's their line? <laughs> it is. I, I don't. Listen, this is Caesars Sportsbook, which we don't tend to use too often, but. I'd imagine on DraftKings and Fandle, they're not giving. Do, you, do they actually give like no point fives on some of the lines? I haven't looked, but I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen I, any since I looked. I think they always give a half. My guess is if it's nine, they're probably making it eight and a half. On, you you on play what? Sports, seven, but... 17 games, right? Yes. So that means they're nine and eight. Now? So you'd have to go above 500. You know, Tomlin doesn't go below 500. I know. And I bet against them. Except for this year, under. Under. Man. Trey's predicting Mike Tomlin's first ever under 500 season. I'm, I'm, I'm going to join Trey in that. I'm going under as well. I did it right. last year and lost by a game, which is bullshit, but I'm, I'm going under again. Yeah. yeah, I'm going under as well just so I can continue to cheer against them. Sorry, exactly. sorry Steelers listeners, but uh, yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> this would surprise me. I, I, I'm just going to start us off with the Seahawks at nine. I'm going to take the surprising over. Gosh, I am as well. At, le- at least ten and seven. Ten I'll and seven. At least. Oh no way! I'm I'm taking way under. I think they win five games. I think wow. they win that division. I, oh gosh! Five games. <laughs> there he is. There he is. Uh, let's go Vikings. Eight and a half. I, I hate I think the I- Seahawks. Okay. I say no. over. What did you say? I, what, I didn't even hear yeah, that. Sorry, you were just raged. Oh, right, yeah. Well, when he said they win the division, that's absurd. Literally, literally there was like a, a deep, I hate the Seahawks. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't think, I, don't think the, I don't think the Seahawks winning the division is so absurd. It's super absurd. I, I, I think they drafted phenomenally the past two years, but it won't stay healthy. It's just me. All right, Vikings, eight and a half. I say over. I'll say over as well. 
I, I don't know why everybody's underplaying them this year. I'm not I don't understand that besides the Dalvin Cook thing. I mean that I can get, but you're the best yeah, receiver. You're the best receiver in football. I'm more worried about the Vikings than I am the Lions as a Packers fan. Well, okay. Fair. Fair enough. Fair. I mean you do have Justin Jefferson who's That's, dude, just put the ball somewhere. The be- the best receiver in the league, I think we could say. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go <laughs> over as well. Didn't didn't they win like 13 games last year? But they were still just they were still just a laughing stock. For some reason, people still just hated on them all the time. But I'll go. I'll go over. I'll go over eight and a half. I would also agree. Just so you guys know, I would put Justin Jefferson over Patrick Mahomes as number one player in top 100. Wow! Yep. Wow! I would. Patrick Patrick Mahomes is the Steph Curry of the NFL. Yeah, he's going to get every every darn uh, whatever recognition that you can get. Sponsorship. Yeah, he's just you know accolade. That's what I was looking for. I I just said accolade. uh, Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I was agreeing with you, Ty. But um, all right, let's go. Let's keep moving here. I don't want to keep. We're we're getting down to the nitty gritty ones here. Falcons. Falcons eight and a half under under yeah I agree under except they do have I, the, I can't, they do have the rookie offensive uh, player of the year yeah yep. I just can't I can't believe he's well he's yeah but how about him being listed as third on the depth chart he'll be fine what? yeah just toying, yes. they're just toying with anyway, his minds this, this one is easy easy money and that is the Broncos, eight and a half. Under. Way under. Under. Yeah, I'll go under. Under. Yeah. Russell Wilson's replaced by week six. Jared Stidham takes over as quarterback. Might win a couple wow. of games. I love Stidham. No, I, no, I hate Russell Wilson. <laughs> he it's, does it's more that I hate. It's more that I hate Russell Wilson. But I also think that Stidham's more of a Sean Payton quarterback than Russell Wilson is. The only thing that Russell Wilson has in common with Sean Payton quarterback is his size. Because he's tiny. He's tiny. Uh, He's like a miniature M&M. Sean Payton ripping ripping other head coaches and bombs. Man. Did you see that video? Yeah. Wow. What's crazy is I think people thought it was going to like – bring him down but i feel like the internet like made, it made him somewhat like cooler for to some people i don't know he's in colorado yeah yeah and it's they, true they did change his name to jack jack the ripper yeah. <laughs> he ripped it oh, oh. Yeah. i was oh, i was super confused jack payton yeah. i was like the <laughs> hell <laughs> yeah, that's pretty that's right. pretty rough move, one there on. like, it wasn't, no, it all was, right chicago bears seven and a half under. Under. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Although I do – I think Justin Fields has a respectful – his most respectful year of, take, of his career. Take Justin Fields under that, rushing – You hear that, Tyler? Take his, take his under rushing yards this year because he gets really? hurt halfway through the season. Ooh, jeez. I'm not wishing injuries. I just think that a lot of these guys – they you see all every year like oh oh my gosh this guy this is the next guy he's the guy dude he he's what the favorite to win the MVP 
There's no way in hell he wins the MVP. Now, this hold year. on, not not the favorite. Not the favorite. He's the Sorry, most. He's, he's the most dead on. Yeah. What I was what I heard there from from Trent sounded like a little bit of backpedaling. What? Because I remember Trent saying he would rather have I think Justin Fields over Mac Jones or some other quarterback. Yes, I did say that. He said he thinks he's going to have a thinks he's going to have an MVP type year. Yes. And now his now his little tune changed a little bit. Uh, and it, it goes I don't, to he'll, I don't, he'll have a he'll have a respectable mm-hmm. year. No, a tiny no, tune. Tiny, tiny, tiny tune over on. there. Hold on, yeah. hold on there, there tuners. Um, <laughs> I did not say MV, MVP year did not come out of my mouth. Did I say would I rather have Justin Fields over Mac Jones? Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, I would. Athletic-wise, absolutely. Respectable year. Yep. I'll take it. Easy, <laughs> easy Jack the Payton, whatever. All right. <laughs> Green Bay Packers. Here we go. Look at this. Look at this line. Seven and a half. That's sad. That's sad. Um, as an owner, I'm definitely going to have to go with the over. I think we're going to have. It's. I mean, it's actually crazy that the Packers are going to have three straight Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And I mean, we're blessed as a franchise, honestly. Um, How many Super Bowls so yeah, are you going to have between them? Uh, I think Love is going to win two himself. Yeah, they'll have still have two between the three. Trey. No, no way. Trey, I guarantee Love wins less than two Super Bowls in his career. Bet me a whole case of beer right now. Jeez. Well, I'll also put in on that case. Oh. Okay, hold on a second. Now, hold on. Give me, <laughs> yes. let me at least, can I at least watch no, this season? Uh, oh, like, oh, Todd, do you hear this tiny tune? Tiny tune. Tiny tune. Look at <laughs> Tiny tunes. First of all, that's not a tiny tune change. That's just me trying to be smart before making a case-worthy bet. So I still have confidence that he will win two Super Bowls, and um, I think he's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. But no, I don't want to wager a case just yet. Mm. Now I'm. I'm I actually think it's a teeny tiny tune. That's oh, what I'm calling it out on. I'm just saying. Just saying. A lot of backtrack there. Kind of sound like a Mr. Trey. I did not backtrack. I mean, if, I if you run, Trey, you run the tape, you're like, oh, three Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Yeah. I'm no, a Packers owner. I, I still stand by uh, that, but I just am not. I mean, I don't want to bet a case with both of you guys. Like, that's insane. Do it right now because you know what's crazy is like we're going to know after this year it's not going to happen because this is Jordan Love's last year. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Wow is right, Trey. Yeah. All right, I'll bet you a case on that. No, no, we're doing the Super Bowl thing. Yeah, Super Bowl thing. Two Super Bowls, over under two, and I'm taking under two. You kind of sound, Trey. Why don't you do one and a half? Trey, you kind of sound like a pianist. Yeah, that makes, Trey, Trey, your your line made a lot more sense, sorry. Yeah, under one and a half. (laughs) Trey, Trey, you sound like a pianist playing the tiniest of tunes. Oh no! no. I'm 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 honking a big tune here, and that's the tune. Whoa. <laughs> you pianist! What the you hell's honking? Playing, I, got a, I got a tuba. I got Whoa. a French horn. I got a French horn playing my tune. No, 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 no. I thought no. you, Trey. I thought you played the flute. <laughs> that's right. What kind of flute? I'll keep this PG. Don't worry. What I'll, kind of flute? Keep it PG. Jazz flute. <laughs> Jazz flute. Oh, all right, let's keep let's keep rolling because you Shirts know we're going to stay on that. Uh, <laughs> there it is. There that was good. Right. That was good. 
What? That was very good. That was good. That was good. All right. I was trying to think of a good way to do it. Uh, Carolina Panthers, seven and a half. Under. Under. Over. Okay. Well, yep. I think I think that I think they're gonna I think they're gonna push for that division. I don't know. I just really do. Um, let's go New York Giants seven and a half. Over. Over. Uh, Trying to probably say like uh, over eleven because every team in that division I, is gonna have double. Uh, no, that's what I'm. I'm realizing that now. Uh, I guess I'm gonna have to go under sophomore slump. Oh. For who? All right. Uh, who's a sophomore? Brian Brian Dable. Oh, the coach, the coach. Yeah, come on. Yeah. This is only his second on, year. Guys. Yeah. For I, the thought Giants, was, yeah. I thought it was his third year. Second year as the head coach. Come oh. on. Go with it. Alright. So let's go. Patriots, seven and a half. Hmm. Well, that's a tough one. That's uh, a, no, that's this, a is tough, e- yeah. this is easy. This is easy. Under under seven and a half, because he is a much worse year than Justin Fields. I'm, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going under as well. I'm going to go under, but I think they win seven. Yeah, I could. I could say they, they go seven and ten, and Bill Belichick resigns. What? Whoa. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, ballsy. Robert Kraft wants to win. He's not. He's, Doesn't Bill I Belichick mean, have more losses than wins in his career? Did you ever see that stat? I mean, that's. Does he? I mean, I yeah. coach. No, that's true. He coached the Browns, so it's possible, yeah. but. Yeah. All right, here we go. Ready? Titans seven and a half. I go over. I'm I'm going over too. Yeah, eight and nine finish. Um, oh, guys, Raiders seven and a half. Yeah, I was I was really wrong about Belichick. Belichick, but God. Yeah. I was gonna say that. I don't. <laughs> like, really, I don't think really that's wrong. Thanks, thanks like research. Like 130 games wrong. <laughs> 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 that's a sad tune. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're gonna play right there. <laughs> All right, uh, let's uh, go uh, Raiders go seven and a half. I'm going under. I'm gonna go under. I'm gonna go over because I think Jimmy gets you at least nine. Oh my god! Wow. Nine and eight, middle There's of the board no draft way. pick. We're crashing for Caleb, guys. It's way you under. You can't hate. Um, you can't hate on Jimmy that much. Yeah. Oh, I can. All right, ready? Colts, six and a half. Oh, man, that's tough. I go under. I'm I'm going to say over. I think they're going to get seven. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm not sold go. on Anthony Richardson, and I don't think Jonathan Taylor's going to play a lot. I, I think it's under. I think, yeah, if Jonathan Taylor's not playing, I, I think it's way under. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I agree with that, but I'm going to go with it's the lot. thing that he is playing. That's a lot of pressure on that rookie quarterback. I mean, he's huge, but I just, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, I think Steichen gets him to do some things, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go Commanders, six and a half. Who? The Washington oh. Commanders. Wait till they change your name back to their original team. I think Magic Johnson is going to do it. The Redskins are coming uh, back, dude. No way. Yes, they are. Yes, I think they, they are. are yes, I they think are. they are. Yep. Over 70,000 signatures. 77,000, Trent, as of tonight. Sorry. Sorry, it was 70 yesterday. I apologize. Yep. 
All right, so they are at six and a half. I say, ready for this? Over. Okay. I think Sam Howell. Sam Howell at the moon. I think he's the real deal. Ooh, <laughs> You're a little natural Chris Bourbon over there. Yeah, right. that. Sam crazy. Howell at the moon. <laughs> you, you just had to give a little howl just there, Trey. dog half to death. Give a little howl there. <laughs> howl, Yeah, there you go. Sam Howell. Yeah, that, was good. Yeah. that was pretty good. Yeah. That was good. Trey, Trey, that was a pretty authentic wolf. We're going to have to have you do that more often. <laughs> maybe, maybe even in public. Um, and, sh- and, go. Hey, and shirtless. And shirtless. Yeah. Uh, and shirts. <laughs> uh, all right, got that uh, yeah. too. <laughs> I'm going under. I think. I think they're. It's a transition year. I just don't. I just don't see it. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to go under too. I. Ron uh, Rivera fired yeah. Eric Bieniemy, interim head coach. Sorry, and then also, and then also fired when he's that bad. Ooh, oh wow! I like Bieniemy. I do. I think he's overrated. Okay, we'll see. We will see. I think he was overrated too, but I still think he's an okay coach. Yeah, he's catching a lot of heat there. Catching a lot of heat. He's too. He's too tough on the players. Yeah. Well. Yeah, gotta be careful. Different day and age. <laughs> but um, let's go. Uh, let's go. Rams six and a half. Under. Under. I'm with you. I'm with you guys. Yep. Once again, uh, Stetson Bennett will be their starter by the end of the year. <laughs> Um, let's go Tampa Bay Buccaneers, six and a half. Under. Under. I'm going to go over. Todd Bowles gets fired. What? The Buccaneers go... might have two wins. Okay. Whoa, we'll two. See. Wow. Maybe. You think they're going to be just, that terrible? They're going to be that bad. O-line is going to be back. Give Baker time. Really good receiving core. Yeah, um, right. And then I also think that defense is still okay. They're going to get healthy this year. I'm, I'm surprised so. you think two, Trey, because their receivers two. are like top core receivers. I don't think Mike Evans stays there long. And I don't know. you got to have someone to throw it to him. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go. Houston Texans, six and a half. Over. Over. Yep. Oh, you're yep. bo- you're both on the over on that. On the over. Yes. Wow. Uh, I'm going of, under. Not because of C.J. Stroud, though. Okay. It's all D'Amico Ryan's. I'm going under. Trey. I'm g- under. All right. Last one. Cardinals four and a half. Under. I'll go under. They win one game at most. Whoa. One. One. One game. I, so here's. Uh, can, can I follow this up? Because I also say under. Do they draft a quarterback? You'd be smart too. They're gonna draft Caleb Williams, friend. Ooh, no. don't say that's, Watch that's out. just making me. Watch out now. That, that hurts my feelings. Um, <laughs> but now you're you're essentially drafting a similar style in the sense of like. He was at Oklahoma under Lincoln Riley. He's now under Lincoln Riley at USC, and you're gonna you're gonna put your you're gonna go all in on him again. Like like that, I don't know. That's that's another conversation. But yeah. I think we're all in the under four and a half on the Cardinals. Correct? Definitely under four and a half. Yes, I say one or two. All right, and guys, that rounds us out for the NFL overs unders win totals. Boomers, boomers are done. 
All right, yes. I like that, man. I do. I'm I'm so excited to have so much more football to talk about. Oh my gosh! Oh, can you, guys? It is so close. It is so close. Yeah. Uh, I just I just even just had a conversation today about that feeling of when you can just like wake up on a Saturday and it's kind of cool out, you know, and and college game days on, and you just post up on the couch and you're like. What am I doing today? See, yes. For me, for me, it's it's yes. birthday. I, I got the brisk day, but I like to get out and maybe golf an eighteen. Get back by like eleven thirty, two twelve. You know what I mean? Already, yeah. already a little, already a little buzz from the round, and then just kick back all day. And, yeah, Trey, those were the days for you, but those are not days in your future. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> Diaper Dan over there. Man can dream. <laughs> All right, so transition, quick MLB. Let's do it. All right, so we'll jump into our bet bail back, uh, getting into the MLB here. We are getting into getting close. Not uh, are we getting close? Hunt for October. 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 Yeah, getting a little bit close. So I do know, as an informal Orioles podcast here, uh, Orioles are doing pretty well. So. Some interesting yeah. things here to kind of discuss, but yeah, let's let's get into our bet, bail, and back. Uh, anybody want to start us off with what they are supporting right now in baseball? What are they like? Yeah. What are they like? Uh, support? Anybody want to go first? I will. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go first. Trey, go ahead. Um, I'm backing, or what is this betting? Oh my gosh! Yep, bet. Every yeah, there is. every single week. <laughs> I'm sorry. He I'm sorry. messes they're it just, up. They're, they're so similar. The bees, the bats, the backs. It's kind of the whole point, point of the brand, so I know, I know. It's just, it's just tough. It's tough. Good God! And what I love, what I love is um, the no hitter by Michael Lorenzen in the Phillies. Uh, okay. Talk, talk about winning the trade deadline, making a statement. First home home game, he's pitching for his new team. Throws a no no in front of the home crowds. I mean, that's pretty pretty awesome. Um, I also thought a little cool statistic that was attached to his no hitter is that he's the fourth MLB pitcher from. Cal State Fullerton Union High School, okay. or Cal, Full, Cal Fullerton Union High School, and all four of them have thrown a no-hitter in the major leagues. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's pretty impressive. That's very, that's that very was, impressive. Uh, let me look up who the other ones were. I didn't get to that far. Wow. <laughs> Trent, what do you well, love while Trey looks that up, and then we'll, we'll come back to him? So it's a tricky time of the year as really the – Playoff pictures, for the most part, you're seeing a lot of teams start to, you know, pull away, I would say. Mm. Um, there's a couple that are pretty competitive. But I think that's the key right now with betting baseball is stay engaged in the playoff race when making your bets. Mm. Um, to the sense that, you know, I'm, I'm looking at teams like the Reds, teams like, and I know these teams aren't that great, but guardians twins all in there um the the brewers you know those are those are teams that are in the mix for wild card division type uh places so um you got to be careful because it's really really tough if you were on teams all year that are typically top dogs uh sometimes it's really hard to find a suitable line uh prime example i think tonight was Kershaw's first game back, and they were minus four hundred and five on the money line. Wow! So yeah, and that, that's it's, it's 
that's that's pretty that that might have been the highest line I've seen all year. So uh, that was against the Rockies. That's that's so kind of very similar to how the NHL does it too towards the end. Yeah, so you gotta you really gotta stay engaged with the playoff picture. Um, when 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 betting baseball in August, I think so. Um, yeah, that's what I'm betting on is just just pay pay attention to your picks based on the playoff standings right now. That's good. That's, that's okay. good advice. Yep. Definitely. Uh, what do I love right now? Uh, I love Ryan Mountcastle's hitting streak. Damn you! Oh, uh, damn you! What's, what's it at? He is at eleven games. He's got eighteen hits, two home runs, oh. nine RBIs. Uh, he has six walks. And his batting average right now through this eleven games is four seventy four. Wow! So um, right now he's he's not the top in terms of hit streaks. He's actually fourth. Uh, but I I I love to see what he's doing right now. He's he's a beast, man. And yeah. That, that kind of goes to you know kind of what what the Orioles have been able to do lately. So that's that's my that's what I love. I love Ryan Mountcastle's. Hitting streak right now at eleven games. All right. So before we uh, before we move on to Bale, um, the other pitchers are Steve Busby, okay, Walter Johnson, Hall okay. of Famer, and Mike Warren, oh, all from uh, Fullerton Union High School. Out of all three known hitters. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So we can move on to Bale now. <laughs> nope. Yes. Okay. You sure it's bail? Yeah, it's, uh, it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely bail. bail next. All right, go ahead, bail. <laughs> um, do you want to start, Trent? Or... No, you go ahead. All right, right now, I would say for me, it's the Cy Young races. I'm bailing on those. They're just not fun. It's no one really sticks out. Um, right now, I'm seeing a couple relievers up there that are t- like top of the Cy Youngs, including Batista, but. I just, I mean, most years you get like two or three guys that are throwing gem, gem after gem, winning their teams every game. And this year you just don't hear about it. But the guys that are at the top of the Cy Young for a while, they end up just kind of faltering down to the bottom, middle of the pack again. So I know people are saying uh, Gallon, Snell, those guys. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's not my cup of tea this year. wonder if that's pitch clock induced. Who knows? It could yeah. be, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I did. Say, I, I did place a wager on Batista, <laughs> but but that that kind of went to crap. Giving up a grand slam the other night in the ninth well, that, that hurt. Last two yeah. games, man, he's kind of not been good. Yeah. Hey, get it out of his system now. Yeah. Get it out of his system. Trey, uh, kind of touch yeah. on your uh, Cy Young thing. I think that these Cy Young winners uh, are the lip saddles. I'm either going wow. with. I do have a, actually. I do actually have a bet on Strider to win it. Uh, okay. But then the other two that I'm looking at there are JP France, France, sorry, and Miklas from the Cardinals. Wow, really? I'm, I don't have bets. On. I'm kidding, guys. All right, but those, oh my those God. are three. Those are three best, uh, best lip saddles, saddles in the okay. game. Okay, I was gonna say. I, 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 think Strider, I was like, I'll back you on the Strider. One, I, I, I do have yeah. a bet. I do have a bet on Strider. I do have that bet. Yeah. No. But the other two, I just, smells I just get, think that's getting that. Who? Snell, no. he's getting that. No, hundred percent. So oh, yes. So what about what about Otani? No, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's tough. I, yeah, it's it's hard it for is, me to it's hard for me to like when I try to cap Otani. It's so hard because it's it's tough to find his pitching stats. 
but it's very easy to find his batting stats. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and he he's been getting he's been getting like little tweaky injuries right now. He, he needs he needs to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. They. Oh, we're <laughs> making an investment to win the playoffs with him. Oh crap! You are. You're. You're. You're losing. You're losing everything right now. So yeah. uh, that GM that GM needs to be fired. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and jump on my bail. My bail is full game run lines. As you, as you guys know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of the, the half game, you know, first five run lines. But when you go full game, once again, you run into the stupid stuff with the, you know, the, the relievers, the bullpen blowing it. And it, there's nothing worse. There's really, really nothing worse than when you take a full game run line, which if you bet baseball, full game run lines are always, always minus one and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And and there's nothing worse when your team is the away team. They're up one run, and you're going into the bottom of the ninth. Like it's like, oh, this is totally depleting. Like it, it's just a, a terrible feeling. Helpless. You're pr- you're praying for extra innings. Yep. Uh, but but yes, I, I'm. That's something that you know I fall back into it every now and then, especially when you see a really really good team like you know the Atlanta Braves who were stuck on like 70 wins forever and couldn't get past that bump, um, you know, against the Pirates, who they should be smacking around. But, uh, hell, the Pirates actually got they, – they smacked around Strider this series recently. So uh, full game run lines, nope, going to stay away from them. All right. Uh, my bail – oh, man. Um, sorry, I just lost it. I'm I'm bailing on the. This this is gonna sound terrible, but I'm I'm bailing on Mitch Keller. Mm. I, yeah, as a, I, as a as a pitcher in general, huh? Yeah, I I can't cap him anymore. Um, and if you want to take it a step further, I'm actually <clears throat> bailing. What I hate is I hate the K prop lines right now. Um, and the reason I hate them is because they're really good, <laughs> meaning like they're setting the lines really well, which is frustrating. So, um, got one today, which was nice. You know, obviously as Bearded Baker bets, we went three and zero today, which was which was awesome. Uh, yeah, so shout out to that. Yeah, yeah, all all in that Orioles Astros game. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah I'm I'm leaving Mitch Keller. I know in the beginning of the season I was, hey Mitch Keller's my guy. Um. I can't figure him out. He's capped at five and a half Ks every game now, and he's either getting one or nine. So <laughs> I'm staying away. Uh, I'm not on the Keller bandwagon. Um, yeah. you know, Ty, Ty, wouldn't you say with K props that it gets much harder towards the end of the year? Like, yeah. Because like, I feel like when you had your crazy K prop streak, yeah. Uh, I believe it was two years ago, maybe three, where you were literally. It was, it was about a year. Or two it was, ago, yeah, yeah. It, it was hitting like a, an un, un, unbelievable rate. But I mean, it's like K props or something, especially as you get the playoffs, is like typically a tough thing to cap because especially well, with playoff baseball. Yeah, and and what I what I learned from the whole K prop thing was that back when I had the streak, 
you know, a year or so ago, it was, it was, everything was the over, you know, and I was taking the over and it was, Hey, all right, here's what you kept at. Here's what you kept at. And all of a sudden, like the over was just not hitting at all. So I, I learned, I think at least, you know, from evolving and watching the pitchers and, you know, seeing what they do and, and also paying attention to even team stats in terms of how many strikeouts a game they get. I've learned to really kind of actually, I kind of love the unders a little bit more at times. Um, I again though I am finding though that some of these unders right now are like guaranteed money. You know, it's you're, you're minus one fifty, minus one seventy, and I'm like, well, I don't know. You know, I I do like the fact that Barstool Sportsbook right now at least has three options, which is kind of nice for K props. But um, today with the Hunter Brown Hunter Brown thing, I I told you Trent earlier. I said he's had four four Ks last three games. And before that, it was like seven, eight, six, nine, you know, whatever. And I think he was capped at four and a half, and I took the over, and I knew, I, you know, he had seven. So and that was against the tough Orioles team. I had a feeling. Yeah. So, but kind of figuring out, you know, where it's at. You know, it, it was over, then it was under for a while, and I, I kind of feel like we're getting a little bit back to over a little bit because, I, you know, there's some pitchers that are capped a little bit low, but they are capping them well. So, all right, last one here. Backing, what are you guys supporting? All right, I can start us off. One, Tyler, you took my one of my backings, which was Ryan Mountcastle's incredible, not just his hit streak, but just um, how he's doing the past 23 games. Uh, 400 average, 28 hits, four home runs, 13 RBIs, 1.128 OPS. So, Dude is just going off right now. Um, missed a lot of time with Vertigo earlier in the year. So the fact that the Orioles were able to stay on top, I mean, hell, they're, I, you know, back to being an Orioles podcast, you know, this was a tough week for them. They went four and two and they pulled, I think they got, gained two more games on the race, you know, yeah. to pull ahead of them. Yeah. So um, it, it, that's, that's what, good teams do is they, they, they make good and battles, but they're still figuring out ways to, to stay ahead in their battle. So, um, I, when you see the Orioles, if, and I don't like when this happens, if you see the Orioles go down Oh two in a series, um, make sure you bet on them because it doesn't matter how big of a dog they are today. They were a dog, I believe. Um, but the other two games, they're favorites. Yeah. So, uh, they have the fifth longest streak in MLB history since the 1942 to 44 Cardinals for not getting swept. So 76 consecutive series. Uh, really, I mean, what you can kind of. What, what's that number? 76 consecutive series without being swept. Um, and this streak has started since, uh, in my mind, he's my MVP. But uh, Adley Rutschman, since he's been caught up, he's buying um, me first. He's my he's my MVP. Oh. I think he said he's yeah. buying me pee. I'm like, what's that? No, nope. <laughs> nope, that's a weird weird <laughs> thing. Weird thing. Nobody would really ever say that. But um, <laughs> that's why I was confused. He's my MVP. In case yeah. we didn't hear that correctly, um, he was the first, I believe, this year, <laughs> left-handed batter to hit it over that newly extended left field wall today in the opposite field home run too. So very interesting Orioles stats. Um, but 
Let's go O's. That's what I'm backing. Trey, if you don't mind, can I get, can I do my backing? Yeah. Trent, yeah, kind of let, Trent let me into it. Uh, I am backing a future MVP trophy for Adley Rutschman. That's literally my backing. I, I looked at his stats this year. I don't know if this is the year, but he is my future MVP. Not buying my P, but my future MVP <laughs> is Adley Rushman. So, yeah, I, I think I young like dude, that. he's a great batter, good guy, you know, good head on his shoulders. I, I really hope the Orioles keep him, treat him well. Oh, well, they will. <laughs> do, what has they to, do what has to be done because he's a special player, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, mine kind of goes back to like our actual like betting stuff here. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm backing walk props as a whole as for what I'm doing. Um, up to date, we are 69 and 41. It's impressive. So I think that's like 60, almost 63% like hit rates. I mean, that's pretty and at first, I was a little hesitant because some of the lines, it's like 150, 170. Um, I know we cap our plays at like 180 as our max, but I, the more I think of it is if, it, if they're those lines and they win, a win's a win. So, I mean, I'll take the, the units any day of the week. I don't care what the, the odds are. But, um, yeah, it's been pretty consistent. It's it's true to the odds and everything. So, I, I've been enjoying it. That's what I'm betting and back. Sweet. Love it. Yeah. Anything else to add, guys? I know Phil Mickelson was in the news. We don't have to talk a lot about it, but very interesting that he's able to actually gamble on golfing while he is golfing. Found that a little odd. Estimated $1 billion plus dollars lost in gambling. Crazy. No, not lost. Not lost. I thought it was – or no, gambled. Bet, sorry. Gambled, wagered. Yeah. Wagered. Yeah. Wagered. Okay. That's still – what did they – how many – Baseball bets in one day. I don't know if anybody caught Something that number. Nuts. It was like he made 43 different yeah. MLB bets in one day. Yeah. Like that's nuts. I mean, sometimes I feel a little bit like, oh man, I got a parlay. I got our recipe picks. I got a couple side, like, but 43. Now yeah. that's just nuts. So yeah. the, the, <clears throat> one, the one story I always crack up at whenever I hear about Phil and gambling is. Recently, when the PGA and Live merger happened, uh, of course, all the people in both parties, both sides of the aisle, are tweeting about it, making their little subtle jabs and stuff. And Phil made his subtle jab, and some random guy quote tweeted it and said, "Like, oh, don't worry, Phil. Like, now the Live money you took to pay back all your gambling debt, like, isn't like as dirty as what it looks." And mm-hmm. he, he responded to it and said, "Like, oh, I haven't placed a wager in, in months or years, and that's not a problem anymore. So, thanks for your concern, or something like that." Like, oh, good for him, like, sticking up for himself and everything. But then someone responded to that tweet, another random guy, and goes, I'm friends with a lower-level uh, PGA Pro or PGA Tour player that says you were you were playing guys for $1,000 per practice round the other week. And <laughs> Phil, Phil, Phil responds, he goes, well, I don't count that as uh, placing a wager. I count that as uh, creating competition. <laughs> spoken spoken like, a, like a true degenerate guy. Uh, that just that... cracks me up. Phil, Phil Cavs Mickelson. I'll tell you what, that guy. Yeah, holy crap, dude! Hey, our, uh, everybody's favorite golfer, Rory, had a had a response to that today too. I know. Who, I, who gives a hell about that guy? Did you, did you see his comment though? Yeah. No, I didn't. Can bet on it. Yeah. Because you won't be playing. Won't. It. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Well, I can't but, believe. I mean, I hope, <laughs> I hope it's like all in good fun because to I don't care what your opinions are, but to talk about someone that was a trailblazer for the game of golf. 
mean, uh, you can't. I don't think. I think that's pretty disrespectful. Yeah. Listen, I, in in my opinion, Rory is just sour because he was supposed to be like the the Tiger Woods protege. Nike signs him, and what is it? How many years now since he won a major? A lot. It's a, it's at least nine. Yeah. So I'm. I think he's just sour. He's just. You know, yeah. I think also the PGA made him look stupid, sticking his neck out for him, defending him yeah. to the to the day the, the yeah. deal is done. Yeah. Yeah, for real. <laughs> to me, to me right now, he is like a WWE villain. Like, I think everyone just is hating him. I don't know. I hate him. Like yeah. Kurt Angle. Yeah. Well, I, hey, you can't hate Kurt Angle. Well, I like him now. I like Come him on now. When Olymp- I, when Olympic gold, NBA. broken neck. Come Dude, on, Trey. I know. I know. Jeez. All right, well, hey, appreciate everybody listening. Uh, If you're listening on this Friday morning, we will have a baseball board for you to also follow. Uh, Check that out. That's right. Uh, But, yeah, appreciate everybody listening. Have a great weekend. Yeah. Take it easy, fellas. See you guys.